Welcome to the Thankful Homemaker Podcast, a podcast to be an encouragement and blessing to each other in the role God has called us to as women. I'm so thankful you stopped by, so grab yourself a coffee or tea and sit with me a bit as we talk about how God's Word impacts every area of our lives as Christian women. Hello, friends. I'm Marcy Farrell from thankfulhomemaker.com. And on today's podcast episode, we're going to talk about the routines of the day. And specifically, we're going to talk about our morning routines. And we're going to chat a little bit about evening routines too. But I'm not just going to share a list with you. I'd like to work, I'm going to do that, but I want to work through helping you craft your own routine. And I also want to give some mamas with little some encouragement. So my hope always is to get you more time in God's word. So stick with me. It's a bit longer episode today, but I hope one that you'll find helpful. So I personally find a lot of comfort in my routines of the day. And those of you who have been here with me long enough already know that. But the reality is we all deal with parts of our day that have to be taken care of on a daily basis. And this applies whether you're single, married, with or without children, We have to get up, we have to bathe, we have to get dressed, eat, you get the idea. Having routines set in your day can make the whole day run smoothly, and those routines tend to become habits over time. They say that it takes 21 days to form a habit, but I've said before, I've heard it's longer, so whatever it is though, we can see how things like emptying the dishwasher can be done without having to think about it. But what about other things? What about developing time in the word or drinking enough water during the day or exercise? So having routines set in your day can make the whole day run smoothly. And those routines tend to become habits over time. And my podcast episode 19, just a couple back, was on the benefits of habits in our homemaking. If you haven't taken a listen yet, that may be an encouragement to you. So I'm such an advocate of having a morning and evening routine because it's worked for me for over 25 years now. As a young mom, I wouldn't have even known what the term morning routine was. I just knew there were things that I did to get my day moving forward. I also knew as a mom to get some time before the kids woke up really helped me in so many ways, just some time to myself to get things taken care of. And even before I became a believer Because at that time in my life, spending time in the Word wasn't even on the radar. It wasn't even on my mind. But I did know that there were things I could accomplish so much quicker before my kids woke up. But now as a Christian, that habit that I started long ago, and really before even Fly Lady coined it, at least in my mind, she's the one who coined the phrase morning routine. But it is such a great help to get my day started and ended too, because as I want to touch briefly on a simple evening routine in this podcast. So starting your day with focus and structure does help you to maintain some order and not have a day of complete chaos. Even if the rest of the day turns to chaos, you've already accomplished a lot in that first hour or two of the morning. So many of you that are listening in are already morning people, and maybe you have a system that you do every morning. But what about those of you out there who are determined to say, you're not a morning person? I'd like to try and persuade you that there may be a morning person lurking deep down inside, and you won't even know unless you decide to try to make some changes. So there's a book that I read. It's a little book, helpful little book. It's by Laura, and I'm going to probably botch her name, Laura Vanderkam, called What the Most Successful People Do Before Breakfast. And as I said, it's a quick read, pretty motivational. I really enjoyed it. But she would first off say that the most successful people 
don't ignore their alarms or repeatedly press the snooze button in the mornings. They aren't checking social media first thing in the morning either. Here are some of the things that she says that these people, these go-getters do before most people are even finishing their first cup of coffee. She says they exercise. She said an early morning workout is common among CEOs and other high power types. They meditate or pray. They work often on personal or long-term projects outside the scope of their daily duties. They fix a family breakfast and sometimes as a substitute for a family dinner or they play with their kids. Let me just share a couple quotes from her book. She said, successful people have priorities they want to tackle or things they like to do with their lives and early mornings are the time when they have the most control of their schedule. She also says, if you wait until the end of the day to do meaningful but not urgent things like exercise, pray, read, ponder how to advance your career or grow your organization or truly give your family the best, it probably won't happen. If it has to happen, then it has to happen first. And last quote here from the book here, she says, new research into that old fashioned concept of willpower is showing that tasks that require self-discipline are simply easier to do when the day is young. So as I end there, I'm just going to tell you, I get it. It's not that we have this desire for earthly success necessarily, but if you're like me, I do want to make the most of my days and the hope that I would accomplish the most I can in my time given to me each day by the Lord. I want to be a good steward of my time and how it's spent. So my first thought is one we've all heard, a good morning starts the night before, right? Michael Hyatt, he also shared that morning people tend to make more money, be more productive, be healthier and live longer, and be more happy and satisfied in their lives. So some of those are appealing to try and change our habits a bit, right? Not all of you may want to maximize your mornings, but even so, I hope you'll hang with me. And if you do want to implement some change into your day, definitely hang with me. So, so many people say they're not a morning person, but why? Is it just because you like to stay up late? What if you started a habit of getting to bed at a more reasonable hour and getting up even 15 minutes earlier to start? See, we plan so many things in our days. Why wouldn't we plan our sleep? This is when I heard a statistic that people who don't get enough sleep tend to have a harder time losing weight. Um, At my age of over 50 now, that was enough to propel me to make sure that I'm getting at least seven hours a night or even more on some nights. (laughs) So make the changes you need to. Maybe it means no TV or other screen time before bed. It takes time to develop a new pattern. So give yourself some time and make simple adjustments. Um, Here's a simple one. Use an alarm to get up earlier. Maybe it needs to be away from your bed, so you need to physically get out of bed to turn it off. If it's close to you or if you're doing that, even try not to hit the snooze button. I'm in such a pattern with my sleep that I don't need an alarm anymore. The only time I set an alarm is if we're catching an early flight or I have a really important um, early morning meeting or appointment. I wear one of those Fitbit Charge 2s, and I really love the alarm feature on it. It just um, gently vibrates on your wrist when the alarm goes off, and that little gentle vibration, it really works for me. It may not work for everyone. So let me me dig into my morning routine now, okay? So um, we're just going to talk a little bit more here, and I I am going to give you some of my list and the things that I do. Um, so let's, even for us, let's take a few minutes and think about all the regular parts of your morning that have to take place. Items like getting dressed, feeding pets, feeding your family, washing dishes, whatever that may be. 
Then write down some other things you hope to accomplish in the morning. Maybe it's time with the Lord. Um, Maybe it's exercise or it's pondering what's for dinner. If I've lost you here and you're saying you don't like lists or planning, then I'm going to ask you, how are your mornings going? Are they productive? Does your day start with chaos or no focus? You don't have to use a system I'm laying out, obviously. And I'm going to give you um, some help after I walk you through my morning routine to help you to craft your own. So I want you to continue to just, even my mom is with littles, hang in there. There's more coming here. So, so when I'm going through my list, most of the tasks on my list only take a few minutes or less. My time in the word, getting dressed and breakfast are the longest items on my list. And I, I like to write things down and checklists, checklists help me to stay on task. And for me, even examples are always a help. So I am going to walk you through my current morning routine. It changes throughout the different seasons of my life. I'm going to put these in list form on the show notes too. So if you're, if you're a note taker, you don't have to write them down. You can just head to the blog over at thankfulhomemaker.com and um, check out the podcast tab and you'll find the notes there. So the first thing I do um, is a calendar check. I used to do this one later, but after forgetting one important early morning appointment one time, mm-hmm, I like to do it when I first wake up now. I do it before bed too, but at my age, you can forget a lot after sleeping. So, And my next one is my most important and my favorite. It's my time with the Lord in the morning. My husband and I do read the Word together, but I like to get up early and do my own study time in the Word. I have a recent post at the blog called My Daily Time with the Lord that details it out a bit more, but I usually just pick a book of the Bible to study a bit deeper, usually inductively, and just do it a bit at a time. Um, I'll have a time of prayer, either using my prayer journal that I really love from Valmarie Paper, or I love to use the PrayerMate app too. That's a favorite on my iPad. Um, Next would be exercise. I do try to stretch every day, and then I have a little simple routine where I did like to do my push-ups and planks and squats. I I try to do that one daily, but I've been trying to discipline myself to stick to a better regular workout schedule. We have a really nice workout room that we set up in the basement, and every other day has been a really good fit for me to get down there and utilize it. Next is to shower and clean the bathroom. I do shower daily, but I wash my hair every other day, so hence why I work out every other day. Isn't that, I'm so practical. So I really dread washing my hair because that means I have to style it. Although lately, I've been listening to podcasts and that seems to pass the time a little bit better, so that's been a real help. But at this point of the morning with the shower and clean the bathroom, I encourage people always to take the time to get fully dressed so you're ready for the day. And this one is truly important. Showering first thing in the morning or early in your morning routine is a help. And dressing from head to toe makes it easier to run a quick errand if needed or answer the door early in the morning without being embarrassed. Being a stay-at-home mom, I know how easy it is to stay in PJs a little longer. But waking up and getting ready for the day first thing helps with your attitude of work in your home. You're just more productive if you're up and dressed and ready to go. It's work to be a stay-at-home mom and being prepared and dressed for the job puts you in the work mindset to get your job done. I don't get this right every day still. So there are still, there's sick days and we like to have lazy Saturday mornings, 
but the majority of my days are ready to hit the floor running days. So if it's a struggle for you, see my post called getting dressed for some motivation maybe. And then the next part of this one, when I'm already getting ready for the day is tidying the bathroom. And this is just a daily quick step. I actually have a post on this too called my five minute daily bathroom cleanup or something like that. I'll link to it too. It leaves the bathroom in excellent condition for whoever has to use it after you. This just involves a quick counter wipe down a tidy and a swish at the toilet, hanging the towels, tidying up the mirror if there's any spots, giving it a quick spot clean. And um, I like to take a Swiffer cloth to the floor or if I have the vacuum out, get all that hair that I leave behind off the floor. So my next one is make the bed. And this is one as an older woman, I really encourage you to get into the habit of doing daily. Um, And I want to make a little side note here before I move to the next task. As you're working through this, put some worship music on as you go through your morning routine. I utilize, I have that Amazon Alexa and I I am a Spotify lover too. So, but I have her set up to give me my, she calls it my flash briefing. It's my daily news and weather of the day. And inside of that, I also have her as part of my flash briefing. She'll give me the briefing by Albert Moeller. And I love that program. It's a great help for me to know what's going on in the world and to get it from a Christian worldview. So I really encourage you, if you don't yet, it's about 15 minutes a day. He does it Monday through Friday, every day. And it's just the briefing. Great way to get your um, current events of the day from a Christian worldview. But after I go through my flash briefing on my Amazon Alexa, I just transition to my worship music for the morning. All right, that was my side note, sorry. Um, My next step on my list is to, if I have laundry to do, I get laundry started. So for me, laundry doesn't always happen daily necessarily because it's just my husband and I right now, but I do try to get a load done first thing in the morning when I need to. If you keep on top of your laundry, you'll never have a mountain of laundry, uh, that huge pile to deal with. Next one is my dishwasher emptied. Um, Or if you've already washed dishes at the end of the night, you don't have a dishwasher, that's kind of a sweet thing. Or maybe you leave them in the dish drainer, you could put those away. But it makes breakfast cleanup so much easier. And I have a rule to not leave dishes in the sink overnight, but I'll touch on that a little more in my evening routine. Um, If you have pets, I know this is for us. We only have a cat now, no more doggies anymore. So for me, it means cleaning her litter box and changing her water and checking her food bowl and stuff and just tidying her up. I keep that on my morning list. And then next is breakfast. And this is where my menu planning comes in so handy here. So I don't have to wonder what I'm going to make for breakfast. There's a podcast on this one too over at the blog. So when my husband is in town, we usually eat breakfast together. And for us, this is our Bible reading and prayer time together too. And then I'll take care of the breakfast dishes when we're finished eating, just immediately after. So it's done, taken care of. Um, my vitamins or supplements, as I like to call them, I don't really like taking them. I'm such a bad pill taker, but I know I feel better when I do. Um, there's a couple things I, I need to take for um, thyroid and hormones and some some of my menopausal over 50 issues, but <laughs> there's a lot of pills and I don't swallow pills like I very well. So um, sometimes I'll break them up and take some at lunch too. And then I'll get my water for the day started because I'm also, all these confessions to you guys here today, I'm also a really bad water drinker, so I need to keep working on this one. And water is very cleansing in the morning, and supposedly I've read that it's going to help to flush out the toxins since your body has essentially been fasting overnight. I keep telling myself that so it makes me feel better and makes me want to drink more, but it does help me. I notice I don't get headaches if I'm hydrated. 
I um, keep a water bottle that I use throughout the day. And I like um, to try to make at least one of those Trim Healthy Mama sippers. I love the shrinker and I really enjoy their oolong iced tea recipe. I can do the Good Girl Moonshine, but it doesn't go down as quickly or pleasantly for me. So I probably need to find a little tweak of a recipe on that one that tastes a little yummier to me. I have a hard time with that apple cider vinegar. Next on my list is what's for dinner. So I'll take a peek at the menu planner on the fridge and determine if there's things I need to get started in the morning for dinner, especially if I need to get something in the crock pot. And then I'll, this is my fly lady term, I'll check my hot spots. Um, she defines it really as anywhere you develop a pile of clutter. And for our house, it seems to be the desk in the kitchen or the kitchen counters. And I've learned to attack it pretty quickly before it gets out of control because it does get out of control pretty quickly. Um, at this point in the morning, this is my favorite part of the morning to get to at the very end here almost. I like to sit with my planner and just enjoy a cup of coffee. Um, I have a post that lays out this a bit more called How I Plan My Days. And then the last thing I'll do is then I'll get to my email. I'll check email and I'll schedule a Facebook post for the day. Yes, I cheat. I use a scheduler for Facebook and um, other social media accounts. It's called SmarterQ and it has been a huge help. So if there's other bloggers out there, check it out. It, there is a monthly fee to it. There's different levels of it to utilize depending on how many social media accounts you're going to add to it. But I do try to pop into social media a couple times a day um, just to get in and check comments and respond to things, but it doesn't always happen. So I'm trying so hard to get better at Instagram stories too. So I'd love you to follow me on Instagram if you don't. Um, I'd like to try to get an encouraging video up a bit more consistently, but I really wish you didn't have to have the videos chopped up into 15 second segments. The apps to do this are super helpful. I've been using um, Cut Story by a recommendation, um, but when I do it still, I keep losing track of which ones I uploaded um, and I either miss one or I'll double it. So if you have any advice on how to simplify that concept, I that's probably just paying attention when you put them up. I'd appreciate it. But I have to give a huge shout out to my friend Nina at redeeminghomemaking.com. She literally made me a video tutorial on how to use Instagram stories. I just love her. She's a sweetie. Check out her blog when you get a moment. It was redeeminghomemaking.com, and I'll stick a link to that in the show notes. She's great at Instagram stories and stuff. I love watching her stories. So another little routine that I'm sticking in here between my morning and evening routine um, it's just something I do every day. I'm, I just make a daily to-do list and it's just a simple routine to think about maybe adapting into your day if you think it would be something helpful. It's just writing a to-do list for the day, whether it's on the fridge or a note card or in a planner or a piece of scratch paper. Um, and just list the items you'd like to accomplish during the day. Simple things, maybe you need to, really the things you need to remember, like maybe you need to return a phone call or an email. Are there household tasks you'd like to try to get to or a card you need to send to somebody? So, and also just a reminder, unless it is an utter necessity, I always remind myself what gets done for the day gets done, right? The Lord ordains our days and sometimes we need to be flexible and able to have our plans interrupted for the ones that he has already ordained for us. And what doesn't get done, it always carries over into the next day and it's just fine, right? In my over 50 years now, I realize what needs to be taken care of always gets taken care of. Although as I'm saying that, I still have those moments that I forget that one too, and I still need a reminder on that. So really, the purpose of the to-do list is just to keep you focused on items you'd like to accomplish instead of being distracted and moving through your day with no purpose. 
We are all pretty good time wasters, right? And I can think of plenty of ways I waste time. So having a list just keeps me on task. Um, Our tasks shouldn't be looked at as a burden either. All of our work is to be done as unto the Lord as believers. So we should take delight and give thanks for the work that he has set before us. Your attitude and how you view your work will also carry over into your children. So be mindful of that, mama. So my last routine of the day is the evening routine. And this part of the day is really to just help you unwind and get ready for bed with the hope of a good night's sleep. Many times we head to bed with much on our mind and tasks left unfinished, and then we don't sleep well or we have trouble falling asleep. Sometimes we go to bed after just walking away from the glare of the computer or TV screen, and that can be a bit stimulating, and that can lead to difficulty falling asleep. So my best night's sleep are when I take the time to spend a few minutes preparing for a good night's rest. My evening routine helps my morning to get off to a good start. They work well together. Your list is going to look different because I don't have littles at home, so yours may include bedtime stories, bats, and cleaning up toys. I get those fun things when I get grandbabies here overnight, which I really enjoy. So, But it's interesting how most of us set up evening routines for our children without thinking about it. I don't really think we outgrow that one. I think it's a good thing. So here's my pretty simple list. I I finish all the dishes. That's my first one. And I'll run the dishwasher and clean the sink. I don't scrub my sink every night, but I make sure that it's rinsed out. And sometimes I'll give it a wash with my sponge and a bit of dish soap and just rinse it down. I don't enjoy waking up to dirty dishes in the sink, so I prefer to take the time in the evening to get the kitchen cleaned up. But I do have nights, just like I'm sure some of you, where I leave that nasty pot or the the crock from the crock pot from dinner soaking overnight because it's just easier to wash it after letting it soak. I just share this because as I'm writing this post, we had chili for dinner last night, so I woke up to a crock pot soaking in the sink, and it was much easier to clean this morning, so I'm glad I did that. But and also, if you need a really good, simple chili recipe, I have one at the blog. I'll share here too in the links. Okay, sorry, I got a little sidetracked with that one there. So my next one is just I do a quick tidy in the evening. No vacuuming, but just a quick pickup of the house. And that's something simple to do together as a family. And then I check the calendar for tomorrow. Because remember when I told you I forgot an early morning appointment? I really try to remember to do this one before bed to check the calendar just to see if I need to, just something out of the ordinary that I need to be up for that I you know, maybe got put on the calendar a few months ago and I kind of forgot about it. Um, the next one is to write out tomorrow's to-do list. This one for me helps me sleep because those thoughts aren't racing through my mind as I'm laying there. This is another feature that I really love with my Amazon Alexa because I can just speak to her and tell her to add items to my to-do list or my shopping list. So when that thought comes in my head, I can get it on a list without having to write it down right away. It obviously doesn't work when I'm away from home though, but when I'm in the house and I'm thinking of something, it's great to just shout out something to her and it gets added to my list and then it's in my app and I've got it there if I'm on the go at the store or um, or just even a, a task that I probably would have forgot whether it's send somebody a card or return a phone call, it's really convenient. Um, Next is I get ready for bed and um, typical face wash, brush teeth and hair. I'm not always really good at washing my face at night. I'm just going to be honest and admit that to you all. I do go to bed with makeup on my face and I know it's really bad for you, so I don't recommend that. But I have been using the Bry products and I really, really love them. So sometimes I'll just enjoy to wash my face because it just feels good. I know that's so lazy. Y'all are like grossed out by me right now, but sorry. And I also love brushing my hair before bed. 
my hubby bought me just a really lovely, it's a Mason Pearson hairbrush and it's so relaxing to brush my hair out before bed. It makes me feel like I'm on Little House of the Prairie at like one of the Ingle sisters or something. All right, my next part is um, to ponder and lay out clothes for the next day, whether it's my workout clothes, if I'm getting up to exercise, um, or if it's just regular clothes that I'm not going to get up and exercise, just my regular clothes for the next day. You know, it's a great habit to get your kiddos into too, to have them lay out their clothes for the next day. And to some degree, as I'm stating this, it, it's really would be a, a good thing if you would like to, to get your kids in a morning routine, to have them have a series of things they do, whether you do it with a torch chart or some way for them to mark off and get in the habit of getting up and making their bed and getting dressed and eating breakfast and kind of going through their morning and getting it started. Um, at night, the last thing I really love to, um, second to last, I should say is read. I just enjoy reading. I try to avoid screen time before bed. I'll either bring a current book I'm reading to bed with me or, um, my Kindle Paperwhite is very easy on the eyes. So I love it as I'm writing this podcast. My current read is, um, it's actually been pretty good. It's called questioning evangelism, engaging people the way Jesus did by Randy Newman. It's been a pretty good book so far. I've enjoyed it. Um, Journal is something I don't do regularly, but I really wish I did. I'm sporadic in it, and I, I guess sporadic is better than nothing, but I do wish I would get into the habit of it daily, just even to write some um, quick note of things to be thankful for from the day to just what went on during the day and just a quick sentence or two. I really wish I would do that because I don't know that my family would read it, but I, I just for me even to be able to look back on it and even um, just take a peek at it. My last one is prayer time, and that's either with my hubby or by myself before bed. So so I know you're saying, okay, Marcy, what do I do with all these lists? Well, there's, there's several ways you can keep your lists. Before all this modern technology, I just used an index card. I had my morning and evening routines taped to the inside of a kitchen cabinet door, and actually I still do, and I wrote my to-do list on an index card every day. That was kind of my pre-planner 25 years ago days. So, But if you're techie, there's some great apps to help you do this. Um, I know a real simple one. It's called the Home Routines app. It's just a great way to keep them handy on your phone if you're more of a, a techie person with that. I do still keep my list in my planner um, too, just because I just transfer and it's just a habit for me to do that. But my morning and evening routines are pretty much memorized and they just happen on their own. And you probably already have things that just happen on their own too in the same way. So so as we're talking that through, let's just walk through how to craft your morning and evening routine to fit your needs and your schedule. So the, the purpose here today, it's not to add something new to your already busy day, but to get you to acknowledge that you already have some sort of routine in place. Most likely you get up either to an alarm, you have your coffee, you read your Bible, you eat breakfast at night. You probably have some sort of bedtime ritual with your kids, or maybe you watch TV or read every night before bed. The first thing I want you to do, the first step here is to just notice the rituals you already have in place. And next, I do want you, if you're going to walk through this with me, to get a piece of paper and write them out because it helps to see it on paper. And as you've done that, as you wrote it out and you're looking at it, ask yourself some questions like, what has been working well? Um, or where do you see room for improvement? Or maybe pondering, what would you like to accomplish first thing in the morning or before bed? So this is the simple part. Keep what you like and change or get rid of what isn't serving you well um, to reach your goals in the morning or evening. And then think of other things like, are you not reading or studying your Bible regularly? Would you like to fit that in somewhere? 
Would you like to read more just in general, just to read more books? Can you spend 15 minutes every night before bed reading? My evening routine makes my morning routine much easier. And as I said before, they work together well. So if you want to read or study God's word, one thing would be to set out your materials at night before bed as part of your evening ritual to be ready to go when you wake up in the morning. Um, One thing to do with your routines is to ponder how they flow best. They both serve me well because they're working in an effective way to get the end result I want to achieve. So simple things, emptying the dishwasher before making breakfast makes breakfast cleanup easier. Exercising before I shower is pretty obvious too, right? And time in the word early in the morning is helpful so I don't miss it if my you know, mid-morning to the rest of the day goes crazy, right? But here's another one. Don't be a slave to your ritual. Don't hold it like in stone, okay? Because very rarely will it go perfectly. They can be changed and tweaked as you see fit. I do know for me that if my morning starts off not so great, the rest of my day seems to find me behind. But even on those days, I still hold to God's sovereignty. And don't miss the Lord's purpose in those days, ladies. I I can do that sometimes. It's not like I get this right, but I'm just always praying that I don't miss his purposes in and through that. Um, I remind myself to do all things without grumbling and complaining and to give thanks in and through all things. Having a bad day doesn't give me an excuse to sin. So for the most part, my rituals have stayed pretty much the same with minor tweaking here and there. I'm in a season where my time in the Word has gotten longer, but now I want to take a moment to address my mamas with littles, okay? My guess is because you already have littles, your morning is probably starting early already. Are there things you'd like to get done? Is it possible that you can wake up even 10 minutes earlier to read God's Word? I'd love you to sit with my post and just take a couple minutes and read Starting Your Day with Jesus. Um, Can you listen to an audio version of the Bible? Can you listen to one book of the Bible at a time over and over to just let that sink in? And you can do that while you're doing other chores. I always think laundry is a great one or washing dishes. Can you make time for prayer while you're doing other things, mama, to use them as a prompt? And I think of things like praying while you're in the shower or folding laundry. Can you work with your kiddo's schedule to have a quiet time in the afternoon, especially if they're not napping anymore, where maybe they just play quietly in their rooms or sit and read so you can get some time to read God's word? There's a lot more ideas um, in my post, Starting Your Day with Jesus, and then also in my podcast, Prioritizing God's Word. And both of those links will be in the show notes at the blog at um, thankfulhomemaker.com. So your season will come, Mama, and I know you can't believe this, when you will have more time in the morning because that sweet little two-year-old who gets up early is going to be a 13-year-old who you won't be able to get out of bed in the morning, okay? (laughs) So, but I do want to be um, just an encouragement to you to be diligent and planning your kids' bedtime. And maybe right now more happens in your afternoon or evenings because it's just easier to get the time and those parts of the day right now. And that's a good thing. That's okay. But I I also want to encourage you, Mama, on the importance of good sleep. So, and I get it. If you have babies, you need to just not deal with this now because your sleep is going to be, you're just going to be thankful to get some sleep, right? But um, one aspect is I, I know the nighttime, if it's possible Can you get to bed not too much longer after your kids? Is that a possibility? Just something to think about. And one more thought that comes to my mind as I'm talking about sleep here. Um, I love that my husband and I go to bed at the same time and we wake up together. If this were a possibility for you in your marriage, I'd so encourage it. 
Um, there's a good benefit to going to bed at the same time. I'm not going to say any more on that one. It's pretty obvious. But um, the other aspect of this is, is, listen, I get it. We can't control others um, or when others want to get up or go to bed. But I'm just saying if it's even a possibility for you and your hubby with your schedules, it may be something to chat about together. Okay, so the mornings for me are my most profitable time, profitable time of the day. It's when I have the most energy and I can get more accomplished than when I was working without any type of plan in place, all right? I'm focused, I have a goal, and I work towards it. So some final encouragements as I'm closing down here. Start small. Maybe just get up 5 to 15 minutes earlier a day. Add in one new item each month. Make small adjustments because even on those seemingly small adjustments, they help to make your day more productive than you would think. So in this whole podcast together about routines, um, if there's just one thing I can encourage you to work hard at getting into your day as a habit or routine, it would be time in God's word. Psalm 9014 reminds us, satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. George Mueller, who had a ministry to orphans in England, writes in his autobiography about the life-changing find he made about the power of mornings. He said, Quote, I saw more clearly than ever that the first great and primary business to which I ought to attend every day was to have my soul happy in the Lord. The first thing to be concerned about was not how much I might serve the Lord, how I might glorify the Lord, but how I might get my soul into a happy state and how my inner man may be nourished. I saw that the most important thing I had to do was to give myself to the reading of the word of God and to meditation on it, end quote. So the hope is, if you're already that morning person, let's make the most of our mornings by taking Mr. Mueller's advice and finding our soul happy in the Lord. Be reminded daily of the truth of the gospel. And if you're in Christ, if you've repented of your sins and put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone for salvation, you have much to be thankful for always. Psalm 143.8 reminds us, Let me hear in the morning of your steadfast love, for in you I trust. Make me know the way I should go, for to you I lift up my soul. Okay, but what if you're just a night owl? Then can you adjust your day to make time for the Lord in the afternoon or evening before bed? His grace is enough to help us to change in areas we would like to. I just That's such a good reminder. Jesus always reminds us in Matthew 11, 28-30, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Taking the time to plan your morning and evenings will hopefully provide you with good rest, productive and fruitful days, and most of all, time with the Lord is the biggest hope. Ladies, these are always suggestions. My hope here is to encourage and inspire and give ideas, but each of you needs to determine what's best for you and your family in your days. One more from Psalm 119, 148. My eyes are awake before the watches of the night that I may meditate on your promise. Best reminder I can give. God is not more pleased with us on the days that we rise early or he's not less pleased with us on the days that we sleep late, okay? We are accepted and approved because of Jesus Christ. Jesus is enough always. So ladies, thank you for your time with me today. I'd love you to share with us what does your morning routine look like, your evening routine. I'd love you to share ideas and thoughts in the comments at the blog for this podcast or on our Facebook page. 
Um, we'll also chat about this in the Thankful Homemaker Facebook group too. And um, I'm going to throw a post up on Instagram and I'll probably throw a story up at some point today too. So take a peek there and join in the conversation. I would love that. I'd love to share some of your ideas too. So as always, thank you to those who have left reviews on iTunes. It's been a huge help for others to find the podcast. So if you haven't left a review yet um, and the podcast is a help to you, I'd love you to leave a rating or review when you get a moment. Thank you so, so much and have a very blessed week, friends. Mm-hmm.